<clears throat> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the We Got Us podcast for episode number 16. I am here with my good friend, Mr. Ibrahim Kofi Apaya, founder, one of the founders of the lifestyle brand Grind Now, Shine Later, as well as uh, in the daytime, he is a solutions consultant for SAP. Thank you for your time today. And how you doing? Yeah, man. I'm doing splendid. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. This uh, this came as a byproduct of uh, one of your eleven thousand followers. <laughs> <laughs> someone, someone requested. <laughs> yeah, someone requested this. Like, yeah. This is just something that we usually do informally, but uh, right, but you're also moving to uh, Montreal and uh, right. back right. to Montreal in a couple of weeks. We're shooting this in uh, Vancouver today, and we've had a lot of hangouts over the last uh, month and a half here as we're. In the somewhere in the middle of November, here as we shoot, so it's really cool just to be able to um, have one of these conversations that we really enjoy for everyone else to see. Absolutely, yeah, it's cool. Definitely, definitely, it's a different change than what we usually do on the morning session, which is kind of cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. We usually have these walks at like these talks at like seven thirty in the morning, yeah. and this is like <laughs> seven o'clock at night right now. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. the energy's a little bit different. <laughs> Calm, we've gone through the day, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, um, yeah. Please tell us a bit more about like the inspiration and building of the of the clothing brand, Grand Grand Now Absolutely. Absolutely. So Grand Now Chandler, as the name speaks for itself, it means work hard to to gain later, prosper later. And it, it's it's not just a brand, really. What it is, it's 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 a movement. It's the ability and the mindset to to work hard at whatever it is you're doing. And it doesn't matter what it is you do. It transcends gender, size, or color. Um, ethnicity, work, or whatever it is you do, whether you're a singer, basketball player, musician, no matter what it is you do, you need to work hard in order to succeed. Mm-hmm. And that's the mo- that's the that's the mentality we want to provide to to, to the people, whoever that is. Um, coming from Montreal, like a group of us, is, we we came up with the concept where um, just living in that environment where nothing was given to us, everything we had to gain, we have to work hard for. Mm-hmm. So we want to instill that back in mentality, back to people, and inspire the people to do the same. That mm-hmm. You can't just be content with what you have. You, you got to keep pushing regardless of what it is. Keep pushing because without that work, trust your process. Without that work, you won't achieve that. Mm. That's that's what we've been able to to. That's how it came about. And it's a group of us. We all live in the same neighborhood um, in Montreal. And uh, again, that's that's where that's where it stemmed from. Mm. I think that's beautiful. And so many people. Like one of the things that we've discussed on our walks is. Ideas are limitless in this world, but execution is what separates um, is what separates good from great. Yeah. So yeah, like it was great that five of you guys. How many of you guys are there? I think we're about we're about I'll say eight. We're great guys. Yeah. Eight guys. Yeah. Strong, strong-minded individuals with great mindsets have this idea. But then, what was the turning point from like idea to now? You guys ship. Close world worldwide is it or is it yeah like, yeah worldwide, worldwide. yeah um, but the the shift I don't think there was a I can't say there was a defined moment but it was it, it it's if it's come a far long way and there's been different transitions throughout the process and I think there's not one defining moment I think there's times where again we had to trust the process that we're doing this for the for greater cause not just for ourselves because starting it we. I mean, again, we, we act as a nonprofit. We're not a nonprofit. We act as a because all everything we gain from nonprofit, we give back to the community. And it, it's just a matter. I think one one of our great I think one of our great helps is 
own basketball coach, our old basketball coach used to coach us back at Sun Youth, um, Russ Johnson. Um, he he wanted to come back and help us. He wanted again help back the community as well. And he's a great advocate for us. He works with us as well. And this year, this coming year, is we really cultivate um, a change and a shift yeah, yeah. and into helping again um, the youth by, by really providing different activities, different yeah. things, right? Um, and that's what I would say is the turn point. And one of the things that you guys do is like you have you have this Kenya mission, right? Tell us a bit more, more about that. So that, that sort of stems from what I mentioned. So Russ yeah. Russ came up came came to help us out. what what is that we're doing. We wanted to help us take that to the next level. Yeah. And so we we start sponsoring a sports academy um, in, in Kenya, Nairobi, at wow. orphanage, right? Um, it's really to help these kids. We partner up with um, Global Health, uh, the uh, orphanage out out there, and we help sponsor their basketball academy there. And they, they just recently bought a land. Um, and I don't have one of the t-shirts up, but mm-hmm. really what, what we're doing is sports sponsoring that. And that's helping them, again, give, provide these kids off the streets and give them a safe place to learn and grow yeah. and, and be, essentially have a, a fighting chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's absolutely beautiful, I think. Um, one of the one of my favorite Instagram quotes, I can't attribute it to uh, an account at the moment, but I think from my recollection, and I'm paraphrasing here, is... Uh, Whenever we are blessed for privilege, we should extend the table as far as we can instead of building fences. Wow, uh, I, like that. I absolutely love that. That's a really I good one. Love that. Uh, I feel like that, that's like definitely like a mindset therapy. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how Kofi and I go to account for sharing inspiration. Oh, that's definitely a good one. Yeah. Oh, man. That's, yeah. So that's the thing. Well, you and I live that live that life day in day out, and I hope that like by people supporting your brand and just like seeing some of our content mutually, I think, to, to cultivate more of that lifestyle. Yeah. Right? I think it's so important. Exactly. Yeah. And an, an, another piece of why I, I deeply admire what you do and who you are as a person is how self-sufficient you are. Because when I first when I first followed you, um, it's like humble brag, like pat on back, whatever you want to call it. Like Kofi has like 11,000 followers on Instagram, which is fantastic. And he works a full-time job. A lot of people who go hard on trying to be an influencer or, or impact don't even have that amount of followers or they, or they might not do their full-time job well. Ibrahim like, is able to balance both. So like you, we've talked a bit off camera, right? You're able to parlay some of the skills you have to teach yourself for the grand now shine later brand yeah. into building your own personal page, right? Yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks for your admiration. <laughs> you know, when it, you know, I appreciate the, 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 the admiration. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call myself an influencer. I want to think myself of that. I, I think I want to be, I want to inspire the people. I mean, the, a lot of the stuff that I've, I've done for the brand was to teach myself a lot of things, like stem from photography, stem from being able to just do different things myself instead of going and trying to get different people to do it. It's, I'd be, again, it was to share back to the youth, right? Yeah. So if I can learn myself, I can share and teach other people how to do it. Yeah. That that concept, the whole mind, mentality of grind now, shine later, being able to fulfill that kind of helped me build myself a brand because I was learning how to do these things, learning photography, learning social media, learning how the whole thing worked. And in the midst of the process, again, that sort of cultivated from that. Mm. And that was be- the beauty of it because that, for me, it was fun. It was something that I enjoyed doing. And so it, 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 that process kind of worked itself out. But being able to balance the two is the beauty of it. That's something that I learned from, a long, or I guess, being a student athlete. Mm. That That's the beauty of it. It's like, Sorry, before we hop into like uh, work-life balance, yeah, yeah. take me through the first time you bought a camera when cool. you were like, yeah, like, I want to teach myself photography 
and I'm going to do this because I'm going to teach myself how to do this. Like, just talk through that for a second. Like, a lot of people, yeah. like, same thing as like yeah. random, right? They have that idea, but that they are reluctant to execute on. Okay. So the opinion. first, the first, how do I? The first time I bought a camera, I remember. So I draw. Um, that was my thing. Draw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you see a couple drawings there. Um, <laughs> and but it was a very solo task, right? I wanted I wanted to be able to do something that was engaging with people. And one of my one of my engineering um, colleagues, Jillian um, friends, were in school. He was a photographer, but he was a videographer. He used to he, okay. loved, he was really good at it. And so I I asked him like, hey man, like I want to get into photography. How do I do? He's like he asked me these questions. What do you want to shoot? What are the things you want to shoot? Like I don't know honestly. That's what I start to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, okay. He, he broke down a couple of different options for me. Again, don't try to be a mental wheel. Yeah. I'll find out again. The, the whole idea concept of don't try to reinvent the wheel, but find uh, a template, something yeah. you can follow to create your own. Yeah. Again, I went to him. He gave me yeah. what he did in order to get to where he was. Yeah. And I cultivated that. So he, he gave me a suggestion for a camera. I went for it. I took yeah. it on I just decided to go for it. Yeah. And he said, how are you going to learn? He said, just practice with it. Do whatever and everything. Learn everything you need to know about this camera. What year was that? Do you remember? That was, I would say, 20, 30, 13 or 14. Okay. And how many cameras have you, how many iterations of cameras have you gone through? I think that? through that I've gotten, three, I would say three iterations. Yes, yes. Three iterations. And your current camera is stuck in the camera. You might not even get it back before you leave like Montreal. Patiently waiting on that camera. That's a 50 cent. One of the best songs of all time, patiently waiting. as a student athlete at, at SFU, how did that prepare you to um, time manage so efficiently and yeah, having a full-time job as well as being a, a, a let's say, full-time influencer? <laughs> Impact, I like to call you more. Yeah, Impact. I don't like the word influencer. Yeah, me neither. Um, so yeah. Impactor. However I can influence, however I can impact other people and inspire yeah. other people to do whatever yeah. it is they want to do. Um, being a student athlete, I think one of the greatest gifts I have, I think was given an opportunity that I've been given um, because it, it taught me how to time management. Like you only have a certain amount of time in your day in order to be efficient. And being a student athlete, you only have a certain amount of time. That mentality, that whole work ethic was cultivated during that time. So now once I was done, it just worked itself into my, my everyday life, my work. Now being able to take the time that I have and just make use of it. If I have 30 minutes, 20 minutes, 30, whatever that may be, make that as efficient as possible because you never know what else you have, right? Mm -hmm. And that mentality of student athlete just went itself into this. So now when I'm doing work, I know my work is done. Whenever I need to be efficient in my social media or whatever that is, grind out Shannon, which is a major part of it, that is done efficiently because I have things that are set that need to be done and I'll just make sure that I get those done and not waste time for it. Yeah. That, that's really what helped. And seeing as we're filming this in November mm -hmm. and a big, segment of the the Movember campaign has now been on men's mental health awareness right with everything on your plate you know grind now shine later your full-time job building a personal brand 
your friends, right? Where do you find that? Like, how do you define self-care and, what, and how does that show up for you? Self-care, I think it, it, it stems, it's the first thing I do in the morning. You know, that's when we go for our walks. Yeah. That's when I take care of myself. I get up, I make sure that's the very first thing that I take care of. Because if I'm not taking care of, what it doesn't matter what it is I do. It's all going to reflect on everything else I do. So mm-hmm. I get up in the morning, make sure I'm well, my mm-hmm. mental health is well. Because if I can do that, I can be there for myself and I can be there for other people. What type of things are you doing in the morning to show that you can be more Again, clear, clear for our audience? The first thing I do when I get up is actually go for a morning walk. That really clears my mind because it gives yeah. me the time to just be myself and just be outside and get away from your space. Especially mm-hmm. now that we're, we're from home, mm-hmm. that home, that whole aspect of being able to get out of your house, go to a different location to work. Mm-hmm. I need to create that same pattern that I had before. Mm-hmm. And so the way to do that is to actually get up, go for a walk, and then come back home as if I was entering back in my work. Right? Wow. So get up in the morning. Go for my morning walk, come back. This now it's time for me to work. Yeah, yeah. When I'm done, I do the same thing. I get up and go for a walk. And I come back yeah. home, done. Come wow. back. Well, has, has there been a time then? Because I, I personally struggle with this as well. Like for all of us work from homers. Has there been a time where you're like, wow, like as much as I want to have that disconnect between my my home and my work, yeah. I just can't do it right now. How have you how have you navigated that? Excuse me. Sorry, sorry. Um I think the beginning, the beginning was a little bit hard yeah. until I started doing the morning walk because there was no disconnect. Yeah. But because again, I get up and I physically leave my place. That's mm-hmm. the disconnect. Right. I shut my computer down. I shut that work done mm-hmm. and I leave. When I come back, I'm at home now. There's no work. There's no so email. You, so you take, a, you take a walk at the end of the day. Too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So that's, that's, cool. that's how I, that's how I disconnect. Nice. 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 So okay. cool. because your home, home is your office at home. You need to create that distance where your mind goes, yeah, I'm done. Because if you don't do that, you're constantly working. You're like, oh, my home, I'm going to work. But if you, my mind just goes, I'm done. Time yeah. to close my bag. Let's go take a walk, come back home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's it. You don't have to go far. So yeah. you just go, if you want to go outside, just step outside and go yeah. back in. Yeah. And if you're open to discussing it, you just got foot surgery a week and a half ago, right? <laughs> yeah, literally a week yeah. ago. And what, what surgery is it, if you don't mind disclosing? Uh, it's basically a, uh, a bunion, tri, whatever you want to call it, basically. Yeah. Basically, we could your toe back, we chop it in three pieces, realign it, and then screw it back. That's some soft stuff right there. <laughs> but yeah, that that takes away. Because I didn't know you took a walk at the end of the day as well. So yeah. that that takes away that breakup. So how? So, so that takes us to the last week. So, then. so this, I guess, honestly, this, these to be transparent, this last probably even the toughest time because yeah. again, that morning walk is not there. So the, what has replaced it? If anything, I, to be honest, I haven't really found anything to replace that other than just sort of getting up earlier than the time and just literally sit there and read. So yeah. what the, normal, the normal things that I would do in my walk is either podcast or read book, yeah. but now- Or talk to me. <laughs> so now instead of doing that, I'll just basically sit there and listen to a podcast for the time being. Yeah. I'll open the door. I can't go, I can't go anywhere. <laughs> open the door, just literally stand there for like a little 30 seconds, close the door back up and sort of come back and do that. But there is no real disconnect. But the good thing is the last week I haven't really been working mm-hmm. um, because I, I kind of I took the week off mm-hmm. for that. But it's still because I'm still stuck inside. That's been tough. Mm-hmm. It's it's just being able to 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 just get out out of your head and try to be productive. I think the toughest yeah. thing is how can I be productive because I'm again like you said being able to do so many things at once, not at once, but like basically time manage my time perfectly. But now I feel powerless. I feel like I can't yeah. help people. I can't be 
efficient or yeah, yeah. provide assistance to anybody else that they usually were, I'd, I'd be helpful to. Yeah, yeah. And being powerless, I think, is the hardest thing for me. Yeah. Have you ever read uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving Up? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the author of that book, Mark Manson, yeah. he, has, he also has a blog, right? And uh, one of the blog posts that he that I really enjoyed, actually the one I enjoy the most is uh, he talks about diversifying your identity. Okay. And how for you and I, I think big parts of our identity is service to others, the, the inspiration piece. Yeah. The uplifting piece. And during this time, it just sounds like a lot of that's been uh, not taken away, but mitigated or scaled down. So like Mark talks about in that in that blog post, like the ability to like I have value in other aspects, build value in other aspects of your life. Mm -hmm. And I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. I brought a Harry Potter backpack to Kofi's today. And my interpretation was, man, like we, that means we all need to be Lord Voldemort. <laughs> and, have, <laughs> and have seven parts of our personality. Yeah. So even if someone say like, I don't know, like a girl smashes one part of it, like through a heartbreak one time, yeah. I'm like, Oh, I'm good. I still got you. Got to find the other six parts of me. You got six more to go. That's yeah, <laughs> that's a story for another time. But, but this is a good transition. Now, as we've talked about the importance of the walks. Now, I feel so yeah. privileged and honored just to be a small part of that. Like I think we've gone through four at this point. Yeah. And yeah, you. I just want to invite the audience into to give give them a glimpse of the things we talk about <laughs> they, they give me so much they give me so much life and think, yeah i think i think this energy is, yeah right? I, I think what i love what i will what i love about our talks again it's the emotional intelligence it's the open mind um, yeah. the ability just to, to, to question each other but just just question what our beliefs are not necessarily but like challenge ourselves yeah i think one of the concepts that we've just, just to name a couple one of the concepts we talked about that i really enjoy is, is again a canvas right a blank canvas is being able like the blank canvas in the sense that it's okay to use template music it's okay so to I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pause you for a second you're talking from the perspective like from the perspective of we've talked about this before but the audience is getting this for the first time ah, so, okay, yeah, okay. Like, kobe's talking about kofi or sorry not kobe, kobe's talking about the idea of when do you should should you provide someone a template versus when someone you, you should provide someone with using a canvas please continue okay <laughs> yeah, so it didn't mean to be rude. No, 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 it's good. It's good. They got, you got to give them reference. I know we yeah. talked about yeah, it. We talked about it a million times, right, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I guess, again, going back to that is yeah. when do you use a template um, versus a blank canvas? Again, not everybody, again, it's like we're talking about the idea there is being able to be creative. Not everybody's creative enough to come up with, uh, which is totally okay. Okay. Yes, yeah. totally fine because everybody needs help, right? And sometimes, it goes back to the point where it's like we all need to share ideas. We all need to share things from each other, and it's okay to to take out of a template to sort of build your own identity. Yeah. Because some of us are lost. We don't necessarily know where to go, how to start, where to begin. Yeah. That's where we go to people. And do you remember the the idea that you referenced for that Samsung and Apple? Exactly. Again, like when we talked about again, where Apple uses um, different the hardware from Samsung yeah. to use into their into their their their, their products. Yeah. But now. Think, look, think about it, or think about it. Apple using Intel, um, yeah. Intel processor, and now they have their own silicon. Yeah. Right? It's like you use what you can from other people in order to build your own identity. Yeah. And once you've, you've built that for yourself, then yeah. you can go and help do that. Yeah. But it's, so don't say, I don't want to use someone else's. Yeah. 
because of your own whatever yeah, it may yeah. be, but we all need a little help somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And that's when it's okay to use a template versus blank canvas. Yeah. Because it just might be overwhelming some people, right? Yeah. To have something blank and say, I don't even know where to start. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that separates uh, two things on that. I think that's what separates um, an entrepreneur, someone like uh, someone like Elon Musk, like uh, someone innovative like that, Elon Musk, Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, people like that. Even like to a lesser degree, like I'm not gonna give myself that amount of credit, but like, <laughs> like myself, right? Myself and Kofi. And but then that separates. I think we love the template, yeah. As much as possible, we don't like we we love painting outside the lines. Like we were probably the kids in like grade three, be like, all right, just give me a blank piece of paper. I don't want to color this. You know, <laughs> like I, I felt that a lot, a lot. I was like, I just want to be able to draw whatever I want. It's yeah. like this. I'm I'm putting put in a box here. Yeah. But then for a lot of other people, I think it's so beneficial. Like, let's call it like employee mindset. Mm -hmm. It's very important for those of us who are leading them to be like, hey, these are, this is the, the coloring page that you yeah. have to color upon. But if you can't, if you can't be someone who provides other, other people with, or can't create from a template, uh, sorry, can't create from a canvas. Yeah. yeah. My imploration for those of us listening today is like, be darn good at filling in the template. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Like Kobe Bryant, for example, like my, my basketball hero and just the biggest influence on my life. Like he has never shied away from being like, I want to be just like Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that, that was that's the ultimate template, right? And yeah, he's yeah he's, he's he shied away from more so more so from that like when he was younger and he had a bit more of an ego. Yeah, but then later on in his career, he just kept on referencing like he's my big brother, like. Fade away, like the mannerisms he conducts himself. Like, mm -hmm. It's all him. It's, like, it's, it's, it's like a friendly, friendly goes back to friendly competition, right? It's like you, you, it doesn't go back to that. You have to introduce that concept. Oh, that's another. That's another. <laughs> it goes back. You go. We're going back to with us. Oh, this is this right, is new. Okay. So this is yeah, new. New concept. That new concept. <laughs> yeah. um, not not being afraid to 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 learn from 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 your competition. Yeah. Right. Um, a lot of people shy away and don't want to to learn from the competition to keep everything for themselves because they're like oh no he's my competition i don't i don't want to know where we're going to be for where we're against each other but in reality think about it if they do something that that's better that they do something better than you yeah. why not just learn from them yeah. i mean like really learn from them learn from what they do well yeah. and then you can share with each other because at the end of the day think about it. when you play basketball there's three things that you need to do put the ball in the hoop right dribble and pass yeah. those things different we all know those tricks and trades, but you have to put in the work, right? Yeah. Defend yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you're James Harden, screw that side of the floor, right? <laughs> but at the end of the day, you have to put in the work, right? Yeah. And we're competing against you. If you don't put in the work, and I don't put in the work, again, the strong, the strong, the one that puts the most time and work effort in here, right? Brian now Chandler. Right? So there's nothing wrong with sharing ideas and sharing sharing things to get better. But at the end of the day, we we go back to this concept of like, doesn't matter. I share all my ideas because. 90% of the time, people don't even execute the ideas I share anyways. So yeah. I have no problem sharing. Yeah. Because that, not only does it make- Can I pause you for sure? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> well, what I also really love, like, yeah. if we're going on a walk, I'm not apologizing, but this is yeah. going on the internet. <laughs> Public perception, bro. <laughs> well, another a tangent and a branch of that tree that you just planted yeah. is also you, you love to, like when something you said that really sticks with me is like, you'd love to see other people succeed. Yes. Yeah, oh that that that's like, how, like how you build brands and yeah. like logos I, and stuff. People, I, right? I love I love seeing people succeed. I love the people doing well. As a kid, again, it goes back to the whole growing up, shine later. I want to be able to, to 
provide people information or knowledge, any way that I can help. I was a kid, I learned how to do graphic design, logo websites. And I, I would do something for someone. And when they succeeded with that, I was, it brings me joy because I know that I provided value for them. Yeah. Something that's meaningless to, to me, something that didn't take much of my time for them means so much. So when someone asks me for advice, I am, I would gladly give them something that they don't know. I would give them because to me, I want to see them succeed. I want to see them win. And if it's because of something I gave them, that brings me the utmost joy. It's, 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 yeah. That's the when did you, uh, you think you can draw upon a genesis to that mindset? Like you learn it from your dad, you learn it from a family member, a teacher. Like how did you, how did you get that? Right. I think, I think that's a, that's a family trait. I think it's something that's been instilled in our family growing up. My mom is like, my, actually my mom and grandma, they just get it. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, I mean, our group of friends, that group of, of I would call family members that we grew up with, it, people will come home and eat at our house, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter how much, not how much my mom had. If she had like a piece of bread, she would give it to everybody else before she gave it to wow. herself, right? Because she knew that she, she would bear fruits to her labor, like, it will come back to her tenfold. Mm -hmm. So that mentality for me was like, it doesn't matter. I, I'll give it to people because I know it's going to come back to me. That that go commerce will come back to me, however. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I've learned, I think, cultivated from my grandma, my, my mom, and family. Everybody does that. So it's just been natural. It's still yeah. us growing up. You know? yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. And I think, like, what's so important there is, like, the idea of, not the idea, more so the concept of, like, scarcity versus abundance. Yeah. Like how we view the world and how a lot of other people would view the world as well is that ideas are actually infinite. Mm -hmm. But then when a lot of us grew up playing sports, some of our coaches would be like, hey, like the, the lessons and the, the overall holistic mindset was when you succeed, you're taking away from someone else's success. Yeah. Uh, that's a very traditional. Yeah. Uh, like toxic masculine it's mindset, scarce resource. Yeah, which is scarce, right? And another part of what, like, abundance versus uh, abundance versus scarcity. Like, Kofi's moving in a couple of weeks, and I was helping him move a couple of boxes uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he has all these boxes like perfectly packaged, like tape is like immaculate. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to touch that thing. <laughs> <can't see. laughs> but like, unfortunately, like, I'm, I'm I my perfection as a human. I, I screwed up a tape job, but he was like, "Hey, don't worry." Tape is a tape is an abundant resource. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you're right, you're right. So like, things just like, people need to view like ideas. Like another thing is like love. Yeah, how much you care for people. Oh man, like you can you can love someone. Like I can I can care about my friend here. Yeah. That doesn't take away from my love from you. A lot of people get jealous. Yeah, sure. You know, and like insecure about that. Yeah, it's love. I, I can love all of you. Yeah, it's abundant. I got I think my my name Ibrahim, right? He's father of all nations. Yeah, father what? Father of all nations. Yeah. How can you follow the nations for your love and only depend on one person? Yeah. You have, it's, there's abundance of it. Yeah. And you have to be able to share that. Don't be scared of sharing that. Right. Yeah. Because you're going to get it back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think that's what people need mentality to change. It's like you have to be happy to see people win because when they win, you win too. Absolutely. Right. Think Absolutely. about it. Like when they win, you win. Yeah. We're not fighting. They're not fighting against each other. Yeah. 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 How do you think? Something that you, something like uh, another concept that has really resonated me, with me during our walks is when I asked you, how do we get more people to adopt this mindset? And you said repetition. Yeah. Right. So, like, I think I'm going to 
refine that to just that idea, like the idea that when we win, everyone else stands like we got us, right? Like that's just what this podcast yeah. and what that's who I stand for as a man, as a leader. What steps, what action steps do we take to be like, hey, to proliferate these ideas to, to others? Outside of being an example. Other than being an example. Yeah. Oh, that's a tough one. I know, I know, I, I know I mentioned repetition. Repetition is is a way for us to create this mindset, but yeah. It's having these conversations mm. constantly, day in, day out. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be in depth like this. It's just again challenging other people to think like this. Yeah. Right. We're all so closed up in our own way of thinking. Yeah. And whenever we're challenged, we back away. Yeah. So if we can continue having these small conversations, it doesn't have to be long. It's just questions like, mm-hmm. why do you do what you do? They will tell you. Mm. You can ask follow-up questions to further out, and then you challenge what they think. Like. Right? Have these have these different dialogues. They in day out with everybody else. And eventually, yeah. hopefully, we can all start having these conversations with yeah. ourselves, our peers, our family, our family members. Yeah. Start thinking that way. Yeah. And thinking outside that that whole yeah. thing. Like judgment-free conversation too, right? Yeah. A lot of people will like when's the last time like oh this is perfect. I forgot about this movie. Remember the movie I suggested to you? Yeah, it's, it's the, a, the platform. The platform. The platform. Yeah, platform. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the allegory of the movie was is sorry. Yeah. Movie. Uh, <laughs> <it's>, uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you watched it yet? Uh, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, oh damn! Send me the yeah. trailer. I'll yeah, know, uh, yeah that's that's crazy. Crazy. it's crazy. So it's basically it's, a, it's an allegory for life, but there are 365 levels to this prison, basically. Yeah. And every floor has two prisoners, and every I think I believe every month you're reassigned a different floor. Yeah. When you when you have to, there's a big platter of food on the on the top floor. It stops for a minute at each floor, and as you go down, the rich get an abundant amount of food. Middle class, you still get some food. If you live in poverty, no food, right? Like beautiful metaphor for life. Yeah. Beautiful and realistic. Well, one of the one of the parts absolutely said, right? One of the parts that really struck me was when sorry, ruin it for you, but <laughs> no, 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 this is good. This is good. This is good. Go for it. One of the parts that struck me and like still resonates is at a point when the protagonist is living on the middle of floors, yeah. he wanted to discuss something with someone above him. But then his floor mate was like, no, no, we're, we are comfortable here. We don't talk to anyone below or above us. Mm-hmm. Like they, they're, they're blocked off. Like you said, like there's no, there's no fostering of, there's no open-mindedness there. Yeah. And that really makes me think like, after watching, I was like, dang, When's the last time I actively seeked out like someone in the one percent? Like when's when's the last time I spoke to a CEO? Yeah. And inversely, like when's the last time I took the time to really get to know the story of like why someone is homeless, why someone's begging for food, why someone's asking for money? Yeah. And you gave the example of you're, you're, I'll, I'll, I'll let you allow you tell of, Oh, my friend Joe. Yeah, your friend Joe, oh, right? Yeah, my friend Joe. Yeah. Um, so my friend Joe, who he, he lives, I, I don't even know where he lives, but I see him every single day at, in front of IGA, in the corner of IGA. And every time people walk by him, no one asks him questions. And no one does? No one does. Yeah. People just kind of walk by him. And I just stop by and say, hey, man, how are you doing? Like, why are you here? Why, yeah. why are you here? Why are you here? And he says, life, life through this stuff, different circumstances, different places, bad decisions. Um, and now he's just trying to change, trying to just do good. Mm-hmm. That just called it for me asking questions. Most of the time you'd ask me for money, but I don't. I just say, what do you really need? Mm. Um, sometimes just the conversation itself is good for him. But then I go to IG and I bring him something. Yeah. Bring something to eat, because maybe not want to ask that. 
and the, the more I've, I've, I've had conversation with him, the more comfortable he's gotten. And then you'll be like, yeah, man, give me, just give me a juice, man. Just give me a juice. I'll come back with juice, water, and something else for me. And then every day, so now he'll see me. He'll just say, hey, man, how you doing, man? To be honestly, yeah. I, I, you know I'm not doing well, but I'm doing good for your grace. Yeah. And, and then to me, that to me that was like, you know what? That, that's, that's what life is about. We're supposed to cultivate the conversation. We can help him however I can. Yeah. But, you know, and I'm doing my part this way. That, that's, that's kind of my story from Joe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's, yeah, that's just so awesome. And I think a big part of uh, why Kofi and I are able to have these morning walks is I go to my favorite form of exercise is bar fitness. And the bar she is, is actually like two blocks away from Kofi's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I come right after my workout and we go for a walk. The rest of the day is tremendous as we're energized from that. Yeah. And that, that's another piece. Like a lot of people have asked me like, Dude, how does it feel to be like I've been done bar for two and a half years? Like, yeah. Like, how does it feel to be like one of two boys with a membership? And I'm like, and you've done it consistently. Is that no? It's like it was consistently for how was it 300, 500? We're at we're at uh, 325 classes right now, and, and they're in a row, right? Or do you, that was it? It was just in total. In total, okay. okay. But it's, it's still pretty it's good. Still a lot. It's yeah. a lot. That's like a class every every other day. Yeah. And uh, I always get the I don't get asked that too much anymore. But at the beginning, they were like. And why are you doing this? Like, it, it's all it's all women. Like they have nothing in common with you. But I'm like breaking barriers, man. Hey, this is exactly how we learn. Yeah, I love. Well, firstly, I love the activity. Yeah. Secondly, I get access to so many different types of people. Like with all due respect to others, like that the membership is pretty expensive, right? Mm -hmm. So I I get I gain entry to a different social. Like I, I'm, I moved up in, in that in the platform <laughs> during, during during that hour. Access to more knowledge. Yeah. You yeah. Enough access you didn't have exposure to before mm -hmm. right and and the woman the strong female leaders who i get access to in the class they know i'm not coming from a place of let's say i don't have a better word for it 7 p.m like badness for lack of a better word negativity yeah, negativity or, yeah. i'm there for a good reason and that that allows me to like the amount of Versus like meeting them at like a bar or yeah. something, right? So like, I mean, like bar versus bar. <laughs> genuinely open. Yeah. 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 And just the, the relationships and the ideas I have learned by at least being open to breaking that stigma of being yeah. the only guy in a female dominated activity. Yeah. Has not only allowed me to get into much better shape over those last two and a half years, but it's also set an example for me in other areas of my life. Mm -hmm. If I broke through this uncomfortability of being like, this girl literally has like her butt right in my face, like pre-COVID, <laughs> like when we're doing, I can't really do the cap, the, the, uh, the activities without being off camera, but you know, you can look up a bar class on YouTube, but if I can get through this. And they're tough too. Yeah, they are very difficult. We're good. Then I can get through asking someone, asking someone a difficult question yeah. at work mm -hmm. or like having, Having a more confrontational uh, relation, a question with someone in my personal life, being like, "Hey, this this bothers me. Yeah, can we can we address it?" Mm -hmm. But that all stems from being comfortable enough at bar. I yeah. don't know. In a different environment than you're not used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that's 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 really good because again, that's that's the whole thing is being open to something different. Yeah, being open to learning new things. If you don't take yourself out of your bubble and your circle of the things mm -hmm. that you're comfortable with, you're never gonna have access to the things that you're not exposed to. If you don't do bar, you don't have access to that knowledge and that, that knowledge that these other females have. Yeah. Because we're so boxed into our own yeah. 
circle environment. Yeah. Putting yourself in that environment now, just open your eyes yeah. to all this new idea and new information that you have. Yeah. So that, that's awesome. awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And this is what I suggest as well. Like right now, we are living through a global pandemic and a lot of people, this is month, what is it, November now? So mm -hmm. started in March. Eight months? Is that I'm not a math person? <laughs> <laughs> March is three, so you take out three out of there. Out of there. March is three to eight. Yeah. Around there. But a lot of people have become insular, right? Like we've talked about some even my friends haven't wanted to interact in person x y z you know all due respect to how everyone's comfort level during the pandemic yeah but this is actually even though we're limited to an in-person bubble and we're a part of each other's the amount of this is a beautiful time for opportunity like my past five five episodes to this have been zoom interviews yeah that have been like i was able to connect with Kobe Bryant's vice president of publishing. Yeah. And that probably would have happened if I had stuck to the in-person format. That's that's episode like 137, <laughs> you know, instead of episode 12, you know? Yeah, that's the change, I guess, is the key there. Yeah. The adaptability, <laughs> right? And just like using this time, are we coming out of this pandemic better? Because we yeah. have a, you have the internet. Mm -hmm. if, the, if this pandemic happened in like 1996 they're like yeah it'd be super super tough and like we'd be in the library or something just getting as many books as we can but yeah you have access to the ultimate university and the internet every single day yeah i understand we're limited in our in-person interaction right now but are you mad are you coming out of this pandemic better yeah it's like elon musk said he said you have you can learn anything you want to right now in these days because everything's in the internet yeah everything's free you can yeah. learn anything you want yeah and you're uh, you're letting proof of that, right? With the photography. And the yeah, I, I mean, I tried, right? It's like again, never limit yourself, right? Never limit yourself. If you want, I'm I'm I just kind of grew up doing that. If I want to learn something, I just go ahead and do it. Yeah. If I want to figure something out, I go out and do it myself. And if I can't do it, and I know someone can do it better, yeah. I'll get them to do it better, and then I'll get them to teach me. Yeah, yeah. Right. Template. Right. Template. Exactly. And so never yeah. limit itself. And I like that. I like the fact that you open yourself up to this new opportunity because I think a lot of us are scared to do that. We're so closed off again, because if we don't do that, we're never going to cultivate these conversations, the new yeah. ideas, the new way of thinking. We're not going to challenge our mindset. Yeah. We think we need more doing that. We go back to what I said before, consistency. Yeah. Consistently doing that. You've done it for 300 and some classes. That's yeah. consistency. Yeah. Right? Without that, you're not, you're not, you're not going to be keep doing it right now. So. And also like the, I think a lot of people, my favorite, one of my favorite analogy is, have you heard of the parable of the three frogs? No. Well, so my life coach, uh, shout out to Coach Dowdswell, Jenna, Jennifer Dowdswell, she was watching this. Um, she had introduced the idea of the, the parable of the three frogs. Okay. She asked one time, it's a really simple parable. She asked, there are three frogs sitting on a log. Mm -hmm. One of them decided to jump. How many are still on the log? It depends. So the ones that follow a leader, if, it's, if the frog is a leader, then everybody else can jump. Mm -hmm. If he's just a follower, well, <laughs> well, what's your answer brother what's your answer it may not so it depends who the if the frog jumping is the leader and everybody yeah. follows the leader then everybody else will follow the leader if we're all sheeps yeah. we're all doing exactly the thing you did anyways so so, change zero? i would say it really depends okay i would say maybe one yeah second one okay the third, right. one jump. um the answer <laughs> she gave me at that time was actually three three of them okay. because the, there's a difference between deciding to do something yeah they decide to do it but they didn't actually do it okay <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of people are like that right yeah. like and for me when i when you said like you're impressed with my decision to shift my format of the podcast up until this episode 
it was investments like I decided, okay, I'm going to do this. So I need to buy, I need to subscribe to the premium version of Zoom. Yeah. I'm going to pay X amount of dollars so I can record all these calls in high quality. Once I made that decision, there was like probably like six weeks of doubt, actually, if I'm being completely honest with you. Mm-hmm. Can I do this? Like, can I get the energy level right? The tough, the tough part. Yeah. When I'm sitting just at home. But once you once you jump off that log, yeah, you almost have no choice. You got to keep swimming. Exactly. And then now I have like I don't know if you guys can see on the on the setup. Like I have a I have a really beautiful mic that I upgraded. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm recording from like a real life camera now. So like you just like, that one decision. Like, like same thing as Bart. One decision to upgrade to Zoom. Allowed me to upgrade to my camera. Allowed me to upgrade my mic. You make that first decision, you just keep on going. Yeah. Keep on going. Yeah, yeah. And you have to follow through. You have to keep keep following through. You can't stop, right? Trust your process. Yeah, yeah Trust yeah. that what you're doing will reap benefits later, yeah, yeah. right? And grind out, shine later. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, like, do you have any, uh, if this, uh, seeing as this podcast is designed to motivate youth, do you have, do you have any advice on like, how to break through that self-doubt? Or how, uh, is there examples of self-doubt like, that you've done that in your life? Self-doubt, obviously, I mean, we all do it, right? To me, it's like, what am I doing it for? Especially in the beginning stages, it's like, is this really gonna work, like anything that I'm doing? Um, but just, I guess the, the, the motivation for me has always been family. It's, mm. I, I need to help back, I need to provide. My younger brothers and sisters, people that sort of look up to me for this, I gotta be an example for them. I can't quit. I put, if I quit now, what example am I setting for them? Yeah. So that's my motivation to keep going. I mean, there's self-doubt all the time when things are not working out. Um, you, you thought it was going to be one way, but it's not. And then you have to keep pushing. You have to keep pushing, keep pushing. My motivation, again, look back to them and say, if I quit now, what example am I setting for them? So that's how I keep going, keep going, keep going, regardless of the doubt that I have in myself. Mm. Um, it's going to come, but we have to keep teaching ourselves that we have to trust the process. Yeah. Trust the process. Trust in the process, but also like respecting the process for me. Like I think like the I think trusting the process kind of got uh the meme um <laughs> treatment when Sam Hickey of the Philadelphia 76ers kind of oh, used that as their, their mantra when they <laughs> lost like 78 two games or whatever in a season. Trust the process. <laughs> so during that time I just kind of rephrased it. I was like, guys, let's respect the process because there's yeah. a lot of work to be done from Everest base camp to the peak of Everest, uh-huh. and a lot of people just look up at the peak and they're like, "Nah, I'm good." Right? Like, yeah. And you just gotta be able to have so much courage and resilience to be like, "Okay, one day, get a little one percent better, a little bit up higher than now." Yeah, and, and it goes it goes back to that too, right? So again, you say trust the process, but I like to think of it as trust your process mm. because it's different. Again, just be, you, people again we do this comparison where it's like I'm gonna compare my myself to someone else mm. but that person got to where they are from hard work that we no longer see we're, com- mm. we're comparing his success mm. to our beginning you can't do that mm. so now your process is going to be different you got to trust that whatever it is you're doing is going to get you where you need to go without comparing to everyone else's success mm. because if you ask them what did they get through to get what did they go through to get to where they are i guarantee you it won't be oh i got it overnight they trusted and trusted and trusted and got what they were so, and that's the even though Kofi and I are very active on social media, that's one of the biggest perils of social media towards young people. Yeah. Like they can see what he and I and influencers are even at a different scale put out. What influencers are like, you know, anyone 
like it's just instant gratification. It's cheap dopamine, right? Yeah. And you expect that success overnight. Yeah. But really, like what what you're seeing, like the accumulation of you didn't start with eleven thousand followers. Like yeah. even for me, like the fact that I'm at like a thousand now, like when I look back on when I started this two years ago, I'm like, wow, there's people who randomly reach out to me and ask me for advice. I'm like, that didn't come overnight. No, that came from two years of being extremely regimented, putting out good product and cultivating the correct relationships to put me in this position. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's, that's a big key of it. Nothing happens overnight. Right. And you have to put in the work and that's the beauty of it. I think one thing that I, I wanted to mention, get a lot of train of thought here. Um, when you talked about, um, mm. maybe we'll come back, but they wanted to reference that when you talked about, um, how, like going back to, um, the whole, the whole process you just talked about it. For some reason, it just take your time, take your time. the beauty of editing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't even think about it. I completely forgot. Yeah. Really That's what happens when you don't go on for your morning watch. Bro. I know, man. <laughs> your mind's not clear. Your mind's not clear. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's tough. Yeah. Oh, man. Damn, I lost it. Okay. Anyway. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. But yeah, it's just such an honor. And like the fact that, like, uh, we mentioned this before, like, I'm wearing the, the We Got Us shirt. Yeah. We Got Us shirt here. We Got Us shirt. <laughs> we Got Us shirt. <laughs> we, we Got Us shirt. Shout out, you know, in 701. <laughs> I'm coming out Friday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But yeah, I, you know, this was the first time one of my friends asked me to design a t shirt for him. He was like, I would love to wear it. We Got Us on a shirt. And yeah. I was like, okay, cool. So I made him one. Yeah. And then I, I posted a photo of him and I was like, if anyone else wants one, I'm taking orders for the month of November to yeah. raise funds for Movember. Yeah. This is really just buying you time to think of it. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, as I posted that photo, oh, I had DMs on DMs on DMs on DMs. <laughs> and then I just, and at some point I just stored, I was like, I appreciate everyone's support, but I'm capping this at, at 24. At 24 orders for out of uh, as a tribute to my hero Cody. Mm -hmm. and like yeah but that's not overnight either right like yeah. it feels overnight because like the orders flooded in like that that's also another byproduct of all the work yeah. you know the, the amount of people who that, that, like someone someone ordered a shirt and I, that person never interacts with my posts mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean you're not impacting you're not, yeah. you're not influencing like not you know and yeah, again, we talk about influencing, influencing at the larger scale, but I don't like to think of a large scale. To yeah. me, again, I if I can influence one person's life yeah. in any way possible, like Joe, to me, yeah. that's, I've done my job. I've done something because yeah. you can't affect everybody. You can't have an impact on everybody's life. Yeah. You only can affect one person's life. To me, that's, that's greater joy because that's what brings one person. I don't really influence, influence. What am I really influencing? Yeah. Right? I, I want to bring value. Buzzwords. I want to value the things that I do. I get to to the worst that I do. Right now, I learned that that's the main key. Yeah. How can I help other people? Whether it's photography or, or, or coding or computing, whatever that yeah. may be. I like doing that. Um, like again, the youth, my cousins, my little yeah. brothers, them. They look up to me for these different things. Now they're in school. They're doing all the programs that I did, all the school things, all the coding. Mm. And to me, I'm, I'm excited because I'm like, finally, I get to help these kids like yeah. go through something that I've gone through. But I know that Nixon tracks. I've gone through the whole headache of what to avoid and what not. Yeah. Now it's like giving them that. That's how I see myself an influence. That's how, that's a big influence. Yeah, right? I love that. I love right? that. And that's that's what I want to have impact on. Right? Yeah. Social media is one thing, but 
That's the real life impact. Yes. Real life impact. Uh, did you think about what you have you recalled what you wanted to say? <laughs> 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 that was the longest. Yeah, uh, I know, that was a scenic rep. That was a conversation scenic rep. It's all good. It's all good. Well, I usually ask like two like lightning round questions, but I think I think we've answered those. So I want to ask some different ones. Yeah. You have had multiple streams of impact, right? And I think it's really important, like Dr. Stephen Covey in, uh, the, in one of my favorite books, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People talks about, or A, keeping the main thing the main thing, but yeah. another, another beautiful concept is like, start with the beginning in mind. What's, what, is, what is your, sorry, sorry, start with the end in mind, sorry. What's what's my, what's what, 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 is, what is your end goal? What is, what is your legacy through all this? Huh. So my legacy and all this and those goes back to the beginning, which is aspire to inspire before I expire. Say that one more time slower, please. It goes back to, <laughs> to the beginning, actually, which is to inspire, uh, to, uh, to aspire to inspire before I expire, which means yeah. by the time I'm, I leave this earth here, mm -hmm. I want to make sure that I left a meaningful impact to the people there. And that's my, that, that goes to everything. That's the end goal for me. Yeah. To make sure that by the time I leave, I have left a meaningful impact to people's lives that I've touched. Mm -hmm. Right, people have met doesn't matter whether it's for a second or a moment mm. i have impacted your life in some way shape or form yeah i don't want to leave with nothing i don't yeah. want to have not done nothing i yeah. want to make sure that whatever it is i do i do with purpose yeah. meaning right our conversation needs to have meaning right yeah that's something some way shape or form yeah. that's my end goal yeah i think that's huge as well because that, that's something i hope a lot of people take away from this and i continue to execute and manifest because people need to realize like not need to realize, but I hope that they can see and understand that which you don't take, there's, there's no U-Haul truck that you take with you. No, like, like they say, uh, what's, the, what's that saying? Um, you never see a U-Haul behind a hearse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's good. That's a good one. I would take that with you. Yeah. But like, like the PS, the PS5 is uh, scheduled to drop. It was yesterday. It dropped yesterday. Yeah, right. Right, right, right. right, 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 right yesterday. Um, and so many people are in demand of it right yeah and they need it now but then like why not wait yeah none of the stuff none <laughs> of this matters so you can flex you can post a story but then like what impact have you made mm -hmm. you know like there's so many people in my life not that are not directly in my life that i yeah. see that i'm like man like you embody everything that is almost the opposite of what I stand for. Yeah. And I just hope you find peace mm -hmm. because like, even though my material wealth is not at the, like, at the level of, of yours, the way that you conducted your life to this point has been the opposite of what I would do. Yeah. And yeah, like, the, like when, I, when you look at legacy, I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm content with the legacy. I think well, there's a legacy here, even though there's a lot more to build. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's powerful. But I, I don't, I don't, I hope what I asked won't deviate from the question is. But you yeah. mentioned peace. Um, Shout out better world. Peace. You mentioned um, you hope it brings them peace. Yeah. But like, again, everybody's peace is different. Yeah. Right. So 
if maybe maybe that PS5 brings them peace, yeah. maybe that's their peace. Yeah. I mean, no material things could ever bring anybody peace, but I, who are we to judge? Yeah. But this is where I have cultivating conversations yeah. where we cultivate that yeah. and say, okay, can that, can that not be their peace? Yeah. Some yeah. people's peace is different, but again, we can't be chasing material things because yeah. they're always going to be chasing the next, next thing. PS6, PS7, PS7. Exactly. So, but then, I think this is a beautiful point to almost wrap up on. I don't want yeah. to go too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, we'll, we'll continue this after we're done. <laughs> but for you guys, you, know, you, you don't want to listen to an hour and not that much to happen. <laughs> but you said, like, everyone's happiness is different, right? Yeah. The idea that I've taken the most from our walks is when I ask for advice on how to speak to certain friends and family members that I've drifted from during this pandemic. Mm -hmm. And then you actually said to like, when someone no longer provides value to you in that way, have the courage to step away. Yeah. And that's such a powerful, powerful concept for a lot of young people because young people also view relationships and friendships from this place of scarcity. Mm -hmm. Actually not, man. Like, if you apply like what you said, like if someone doesn't no longer adds value, you can definitely walk away. Every time you say no to something, to an opportunity, you are saying you're giving yourself the ability to say yes to something else. Yeah, you're opening yourself up something better. Yeah, maybe not better, but different. Different that, that you at the time. True. Different. Can't say, or it can be. It can be better. Who knows? But you, you again, walk away. You have to learn to walk away from something that yeah. doesn't give you value. If it's taken away from you, yeah, you're just only hurting yourself. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's okay to also give to someone when someone needs something, but it can't be of your expense of you, right? It's you, you have to, it has to provide value to you in some way. And it can, you may not, you may not see it now, but maybe it'll come in a different way, which is also the other way around is, it's not to think that it's, it's not value because maybe you're providing value to them, but you have to see mm -hmm. the value that you're providing them provides value with you. Because if me serving Joe, it's giving money, but also hurting me, but I'm getting that happiness that I'm, the joy that I bring to him serves me. So, so again, I have, we have to find a value in it, not just say, oh, it doesn't provide me value, so I'm walking yeah. away. Yeah, exactly, right? And another, and you also mentioned that same concept when I was discussing, like, I'm, what, because I've grown so much over this last three months and part, partially because of our chats, when I was like, hey, sometimes on the same night we have those morning walks, I have real difficulty and bring myself to a different energetic space for a family dinner with my mom. Yeah. And you and you said that same thing. You were like, value doesn't only have to be a one-way street. Yeah. What value are you providing her? Yeah. Are you holding space? Are you still being a good son? Are they what when she asks you these questions, why is she asking this? And why does she want you to have dinner with her? Like you still have to provide value. It's just not always about you. Exactly. And again, everything that we talk about, I think comes back to one thing is love. Right. Yeah. We we call it to love. And greatness. And greatness. <laughs> We're called to love. So when you love someone, you you try to serve them. Yeah. So again, someone you care for, how can you serve them in their time of need? Because yeah. that's what serves you again. You love them. So yeah. but it shouldn't be at an expense. But again, you have to look at like yeah. you just talked about how can you serve them? What how can you provide value for them when they're when they're in need? Beautiful. And uh last question here. It's uh my concept, my, my favorite segment, <laughs> Teen Tip Tuesday. Teen Tip Tuesday. If you were to sit across from, instead of me, you erase me from this chair. Yeah. 
you hop in a time machine, you get to go face to face with 16 year old Ibrahim Apaya. Yeah. You say what? Something in between a 16 year old Ibrahim. Damn. I would say, I would probably say, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I think there's a lot of times where I've shied away from the opportunity because I was scared. Um, scared in a sense, but it's like doubtful. And, but, so I would tell myself, don't be scared. Don't scare to try something, even if you have doubts. Right. Mm. That's I think that's one thing I'll, I'll tell myself. That's beautiful. Because I learned it a little later. But a 16 year old, I would have told myself, don't be scared. Awesome. Mr. Kofi, yeah. thank you for your time today. Thank you, sir. Appreciate the bringing me on the show. Of course, of course, man. Glad we could get you on before you uh, hop back to the to the MTL, to the French side, of the, <laughs> the French side of Canada. <laughs> and for the viewers, please check out right now Shine Letter and that beautiful and uh, meaningful mission of building that sports academy in Kenya. Yeah, with the collaboration of Global Hope, uh, sure. Global Hope, uh, sure. it's a nonprofit organization out of Kenya itself. So we're in partnership with them. And um, helping them you know, build that sports academy. Mm -hmm. yeah. This podcast will be um, available both as an audio file on Apple Podcasts, wherever wherever you find your podcast, but preferably, I think the biggest ones are Apple Podcasts and Spotify, as well as YouTube. Awesome. And uh, feel free to subscribe up. Otherwise, look, we're looking out for the next episode where we get another chance to, how do you say it again? Inspire to aspire to inspire before you expire. Beautiful. My man. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. So in the words of Kobe Bryant, Mamba out, but in the words of us, not forgotten. Live on, brother.